What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be here with TJ and Kelsey. Yes. I mean, I yes. feel like I feel like we know you guys. I know. Like Just over a few well, minutes of you well, know. You, you do know us. Yes. We do. <laughs> we've been we've been exchanging. I mean, we've been exchanging stuff over Instagram. Now we're talking to each other. It's so fun. We really it's fun. We like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this it's, is like a dream. This is a dream come true for us. Oh, yeah. us too. Oh my, yeah. Us I was gonna too. say, you guys, are you kidding? We've been we've been super excited about this yeah so. and we're excited to talk to you guys ask maybe a few questions learn a little bit about nashville never been right to nashville well, it's on the bucket list and if i feel yeah. like i feel like seattle meets nashville nashville meets seattle this mm -hmm. is like the perfect uh -huh. you know yes. meeting of of you know west coast meets i don't even know what tennessee would be but <laughs> well, it's yeah, tennessee, yeah. <laughs> we all pause <laughs> yeah. like, wait, can we google that really quickly right yeah. Well, before yeah. we ask uh, some questions about Nashville, we're going to ask some questions about you guys, the Nashville wine duo. How's that sound? That sounds That's great. great. Okay. Great. Okay. We want to know a little bit about two of you. So first thing we want to know is how did you two meet? Was it love at first sight or did it take a little bit of time before you, you know, the spark started to fly? <laughs> right, right. Well, it wasn't quite like y'all's relationship with Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, leaves a lot to be desired, right. probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so we met, oh, what, about five years ago now? Hmm. Yeah, um, TJ's been in Nashville for over 20 years, and oh, wow. my family had moved here in 2007, um and yeah tj has been with uh working with trader joe's for about 14 years oh, wow. mm -hmm. um and about six years ago i started with the company and i had moved back to nashville and transferred to the opened up here in nashville and green hills it was the first trader joe's in nashville so it had it was a very big deal um so yeah, he'd been there a long time and then i transferred and um we were both working there at the same time we'd become really good friends and you know we're very candid about this we were both going through uh divorces at the same time mm. oh, wow. um yeah so uh not a lot of people knew about that but he was um a manager at the time and i had to kind of tell him i don't know about his divorce but i told him like you know i was going through a hard time and i had to kind of tell him about my schedule situation and Stuff was just difficult, and um, he was just very understanding, oh. and hmm. yeah, and through the whole thing, like, uh, yeah, it was just a hard like time. I mean, sure, you can sure. go ahead and continue if you. Yeah, want. so through that, we kind of just struck up a friendship, and we talk about you know our our trials and and everything going through divorces at the same time and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, months months later, after our divorces were final, I I asked her out on a date, nice. and. Uh, as the old story goes, the rest is history. The rest so. is history. Oh, I nice. love it. That is we so kinda, fun. Yeah, we yeah. hit it off. And... A nice, happy ending, right? Yeah, it really yeah. was. Well, it's... we just, yeah, we got along really, really well. And, um, you know, and he's got three girls and I connected mm. with them very quickly. And, um, yeah, and then within nice. probably six months after that, we were just like, you know, what do we have to lose? We're older now and we feel like this is right. And so we got married within six months after. 
Oh, oh my that's gosh. awesome. It's more like I shouldn't say a happy ending. It's a happy beginning. beginning. Right? Yeah. We've been married for about two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, you guys. Well, you got it's yeah. very clear. You, you know, you have a nice relationship. You get along so well. It's so fun to listen to you talk and love watching you guys on Instagram. So yeah. it's a it's so nice to, you know, it's clearly a strong relationship. So that's fun. Yeah. Oh, one, yeah. It's been it's been great. Yeah. Well, we have a I lot have... of fun. Life is short, so we just like, you know what? Drink right. wine and have a lot of fun. And it's the right. best. That's you know, the right the attitude. Rest, the rest will kind of fall in place. And if not, you'll kind of sweep it up and throw it in the trash and start a new day. So. We did For say sure. that we wanted to kind of like counteract y'all's questions. So you guys are gonna yeah. have to tell us how you met too. Yes. Oh, oh boy. I'm gonna let Carmela tell this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. at least I'll start out. But <laughs> let's just say it wasn't over a glass of wine because I was eleven. And Joe was what? And Joe was fourteen. We've known each other a really, a really long, long time. Oh my gosh! That's so crazy. when yeah, when he was fourteen, my older brother had started high school, and he brought Joe home as his new best friend, like a wet dog. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so Joe uh, very quickly became, especially because you know we're both Italian Americans, come from big families and so he very quickly became one of the sons like one of my brothers it sounds kind of creepy but it just was you know joe was just around and so i think i had to learn to love him no yeah <laughs> no, it I took didn't. a while no, no but no. We, we didn't we <laughs> no. so we knew each other for forever but we didn't date until carmela was almost out of college so yeah. We were we were definitely adults and older, and you know it was time for me to ask her out, and uh, I was a little nervous about it. But we, she we wanna, said, "Yes, we don't wanna, God." Well, we don't want to believe this, but sometimes we think that maybe it was an arranged marriage because he was around. He was around all the time, and my parents loved him, my grandparents loved him, and I kind of just yeah, like over time we just kind of grew really fond of each other, and then it, yeah, it was. I was what twenty one, yeah. twenty or something like that, yeah. and um, actually when we started dating. We really, for at the time, you know, it seemed pretty quickly because we dated for eight months and then got engaged. And so people were like, oh my, wait a minute. Like, he's here with you? He's not here with your brother? And, yeah. you know, so it was a little <laughs> right. bit of everybody kind of getting used to, you know, the fact that he was around with me and not with one of my brothers. So, and I, I always like to say, because we, I was so close to, to the family, but when we got married, I got demoted. I went from son to son-in-law. And so yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. A, her parents treat me like a, one of their kids. My mom treats Carmela like her daughter. So it's, 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 it's all awesome. good. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a fun story, but, um, so, okay. Now we've learned like, just from listening to your podcast, you know, some different qualities that each of you have. Uh, but we're kind of curious to hear again, you know, just like your take on um, like what you would think of each other, like how you would describe one another. And I know we've heard that, like, I think Kelsey, you've said that TJ is more of like the more like type A go-getter and that maybe you're, you're not really like a total morning person, but we're just kind of curious how you describe each other, um, you know, to us or to other people, how, what you'd say each, each other was like. <laughs> <laughs> stumped uh, we yeah. stumped them <laughs> yeah no um well kelsey would you know we've said this in the podcast but kelsey refers to herself as the sloth of the relationship so she's no. kind of just i like don't believe the, it she <laughs> i refer to her as like the spontaneous like uh -huh. live life by the moment like you know she's just nice 
Yeah. Yeah, right? but with all that energy, needs a lot of rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You let out all that energy into the world. You need those times to really. Totally. She needs her chill totally. time. So she likes her quiet time. She likes just to relax and rest. And and if I don't think we've ever told people this, but she loves like true crime like oh. documentaries like anything Ooh. like i get scared watching this stuff oh because the stuff that she dives into i'm like this is some serious crazy <laughs> true crime stuff kelsey i feel like there are times where you and i are kind of similar in some ways because <laughs> i like the true crime stuff and carmela oh is not so crazy about oh. it tj that's so funny because i will walk i'll go into her bedroom and it will be i mean everybody's supposed to be settling down quieting down you know relaxing getting comfortable and he's got the most intense crime show on i mean i'm yeah. like carmela i agree with you i'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm vibing with you so yeah. much right now i'm like yeah. we got to turn this off but yes. this is too much for me right I, now i agree 100 <laughs> percent I love it. That's so funny, though. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. So tell us a little bit about TJ then. Besides, you know, that part of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like, there's so many things about TJ that I totally love. You know, obviously, all of us have our, like, pet peeves about people. But I think one of the things that, like, when I first came to Trader Joe's, everybody just kept being like, oh my gosh. I was like, so who's the best person that works here? And they were like, well, TJ. I was like, oh. what's this guy with TJ? Everyone's talking about this TJ guy. Why does everybody like him so much? I tested for myself, you know, uh -huh. and then I would, um, I would just watch him interact with people. And um, he just had this genuine kindness. Like anyone mm. that he would meet, he would just, he'd know their name. He'd smile. He'd ask how you're doing. Like, the, you know, the customers and the people that worked there. And so it was a really big deal to me because I think I had seen from like previous relationships of just like always feeling like I had to walk on eggshells around a person or like mm. watching them interact with people and like they weren't kind. And so seeing this person that was just so kind to like everybody they met and like tried to joke with people and like make an older lady feel like she was a special. Like oh. he just goes out of his way to make people feel special from like you know, any age or whoever they are. And that meant a lot to me, just like somebody that cares for other people. And so I knew that like that quality, like he was mm. just going to care for, for me really well. And so, you know, and he oh. just embodies that, like he just does things that like, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe he does that. You know, he just, he, he really like takes care of me, but yeah. like in every aspect, like just takes care of me emotionally. And so he's just that is so nice, kindest, kindest man. And he just loves hard. So Oh, that, that is, is so nice. It's true. Oh, <laughs> that is so nice. And you know, I'm I'm not surprised by it. you know TJ and I have gotten to know each other a little bit over the last you know week or so, texting each other. Just so nice, yeah. so accommodating, <laughs> so kind. So I'm not so, surprised at all. Yeah, you guys are sweet. Thank well, you. Well, it's much. always nice too to hear people talk about each other, like in a marriage. I mean, we we know so many people who have been married for many many years and. I don't think that they could come up anymore with those like beautiful things about each other. So it's so nice to talk to a couple who like genuinely can pick out like really special, important qualities that make, make you happy. So I think that's very, very sweet. So thank so you now for sharing we need, that. We need to hear those beautiful qualities about uh, each other from you guys. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, I'll start with what Carmela would say about me. I'm incredibly <laughs> handsome. I am super. I'm the nicest. No, no. Um, that's pretty good. That's a good no. start. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Also, right. right. Don't know. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, and it's funny because now we're into our 27th year of marriage. Oh my God. So, um, yeah, it is one of those things you're like, why, wow, why do I love him? No, I'm kidding. No, 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 I'm teasing. No, Joe makes me laugh every single day. That is always super important to me just to, in fact, like if we have an argument, which we, we, we never, we never argue. argue. Yeah. I mean, we haven't today anyway. I don't think today, (laughs) but, um, no, but he is always the one that is like, he comes off out of it very quickly. Like I'll still be sort of like "Mm," a little like miffed about something. And then, you know, he's kind of doing something to lighten the mood. And I'm thinking to myself, Hey, I'm I'm still kind of mad. And he's like, no, he wants to move on. So, you know, he's, He's very, um, very easygoing like that. And he's also the most hardworking person that I've ever met. And he Mm. loves his family to the core. He just, you know, that's like first and foremost, no matter what. Um, And he's just, he's super good to to me. He's always like checking in um, on me. And so um, we've just, I think, have always been pretty balanced when it comes to our relationship. And I think that's probably what's kept us together for so long too. That's so good. Yeah. 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 So. Car- Carmela is just super nice, always kind to people. She's super tolerant of me. She puts up with a lot. No. She will uh, just take care of stuff. And um, she's also been very good about like, I, I have taken a few turns in our lives and she's always been super supportive and mm-hmm. just always there and so um you know it's a good it's a good pairing she's a good balance for me i'm i'm a little anxious and uh <laughs> and hyper and she's pretty mellow and nothing kind of gets her goat and so it's 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 nice it's a good combo yeah so not only are you the wine pair podcast you're the human pair podcast i yeah, guess maybe I guess. most of the time <laughs> well there's also so we you know we do we both come from uh italian families and there's um on the day we got married, one of Carmela's uncles came up to me and said, you know, we don't do divorces in this family. We do weddings and we do baptisms and we do funerals. And no. that was. <laughs> That's not how it went. Yeah, but he was, nobody said, and drownings. <laughs> That's right. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of awful. So I have completely different than baptisms, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we have no, I have no choice. But, yeah. Right. You're stuck. Yeah. He's stuck. He's stuck. So- okay. Bringing it back to like all the wine, how did you guys get into doing the wine podcast? Mm. Oh boy. So, well, um, so Carmela's father has always been into wine and I didn't really know anything about it before we got married and Carmela's dad uh, like started initially being really into French wines and then, um, got into Italian wines. And so, uh, the long story is that he sort of introduced me to wine and kind of an appreciation for wine. And it was still kind of like just sort of um, uh, interesting thing for me. And But I never was really uh, too into it. And then uh, over several years, it just became kind of a bonding thing for me and him uh, to, to learn about wine, especially Italian wines. And then um, as... Um, you know, over time we started doing more and more like, you know, we would do family dinners and we do parties. And I would think a lot about, Hey, what wine should we serve? And started learning a little bit more about wine and we traveled a little bit. And so I just started getting really interested in wine and, um, and, uh, 
started to get really interested in in how do you taste wine and and what are the different things that you know you hear wine experts talk about different tastes in wine and smells in wine i just wanted to get better at it i wanted to learn a little bit more about wine and so i started to kind of uh, learn a little bit. And then, um, you know, I would have, I, I just Carmel, I'll let Carmela talk a little bit, but I do remember during the whole COVID thing, our oldest son mm. was at home and, uh, we were having a wine and I, I was bugging him like, what do you taste and what do you smell? And he kind of put his head in his hands and he said, dad, you should just start a podcast. <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. And I guess for me, I always want to find wines that I like, but that, uh, I, my price point is not super high. Like Carmelo's dad, he's got a high price point. I don't have as high of a price point. So I always want to try to find wines that are sort of, you know, $20, $25 is kind of where I want to find great wines that are kind of in that range. And it's hard mm -hmm. to do. And I thought, well, that's kind of a fun thing to do for a podcast. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is Joe is very artistic. He's always, um, he always needs sort of an artistic outlet he's a singer a professional singer and he um i was I well he was, was. many and, many yeah, years many ago. Moons ago but he can still sing really well and then he plays the drums he's been in bands he's always looking for something to do that's sort of you know creative and so yes. he just kind of pulled and he also was really good about like doing things He's always finding things for us to do together, especially now that our kids are all adults, which is really scary, but they're all, you know, young adults. So, um, so yeah, all of a sudden he was just one day, like, we're going to, I'm going to do a podcast and it's going to be all about wine and, and you're going to do, do it with me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, so that, I feel like it just was something that he was also looking for that outlet too, you know, and then it was a way that we connect anyway, as a family around food and wine and pairing. And so it came kind of naturally, really, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Love so what that. about, yeah. What about you guys? Cause you guys began your Instagram page before yeah. You, you did your podcast. You've been the Nashville right? wine duo for a while, and you guys are kind of like what we would call, I think, your influencers. Yeah. <laughs> are you influencers? Is that a good way to describe? Because you didn't start out with a podcast. You started out with this. This. Well, some people say that, yeah. I would but... think so. Yeah. Identify like to hear us call influencers is so like I don't know foreign to us. Yeah. We don't think of ourselves as influencers. But we don't want to be like, oh, we're not in the VR. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's kind of like um. I don't know. Okay. So like, I think in some sense, yes, but in other ways, no. So it's, it's mm. very complicated when you get actually get into like the Instagram world of influencers, especially yeah. if you're in the wine industry. So mm. once you really dive into Instagram and people that are on Instagram and kind of have really gone full fledged into this, will understand. And I think any digital platform has their own way of like groups and things that things happen but mm -hmm. there's groups online and on instagram so they'll be like so for instance they'll be like the book people and all the mm -hmm. people you're a book influencer and you always post about books so then all the book people all follow each other and then all the book people will post photos of books and then if you are in the book club and you all only follow each other typically your photos will usually get 500 likes to a thousand and you'll get over 50 comments because you're all commenting and liking each other's things. Mm -hmm. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So the same thing happens. There's a fashion group. There's um, a foodie groups and there's a wine group. Mm -hmm. So pretty quickly we realized when we started our wine Instagram, that there is this massive world of wine Instagram people, mm -hmm. but they all follow each other 
and they all like each other's stuff and they all comment on each other's stuff. Hmm. So really you're only sharing information with other people that know about Uh, wine. mm -hmm. You're not actually relating to people that don't know anything about wine. Yeah. You're not educating people that are wanting to learn about it, learn about wine and and they're trying to figure out their palate. So it's, it's more so, and not everybody in this club is like this, but from what we saw, we, we kind of, quickly realized we didn't want to be a part of that we wanted to like do something different and we wanted to like go against the grain and like more so relate to the everyday person that doesn't really know anything about wine because Mm -hmm. we felt like there wasn't a a big space for that and you know you'd see these these things and and again we've talked about this in a previous podcast where I felt like there is a lot of accounts that women in particular felt like they had to very overly sexualize themselves yes. to get a lot of likes mm-hmm. on pictures. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, you know, they're at, they have wine Instagrams where it's like, sometimes the wine isn't even in it. It's just like, you know, a provocative picture, um, mm. but they're a wine account. And like, I just never wanted to do that. Like we wanted it to be very like, I, I guess I'm not necessarily modest is the word, but just like, we didn't want it to be that kind of thing. And right. there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong right. with it being that kind of thing either. It just wasn't our thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we still want to have fun and keep it lighthearted, but we just wanted to point people in the direction of a good wine. Sure. And yeah. Sure. And one that was yeah. like, um, we felt like it was like, also the wine people were like, well, you can't really, it's gotta be this really expensive bottle or yeah. it has to be this like major wine label. And yeah. we just thought like, well, the everyday person doesn't know about these wines, doesn't care. Sometimes yeah. they don't care about like knowing about the terroir. They don't care about knowing nope. the grape or where it comes from. They just want to know if That's it's right. good or not. Right. Um, and I think a lot of us that like, gave us that knowledge from just like working in a grocery store where we sold wine and not just your average grocery store, but Trader Joe's, there's a different caliber of wine that we believe we sell at Trader Joe's. And it's very similar to the Costco way of selling wine. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's really good wine that you can get for inexpensive prices and, um yeah tj was writing the wine order i was writing the cheese order and mm-hmm. before the pandemic Fun. we were just like well let's just start posting about this stuff and we had met uh-huh. we i think one of the things that dived us into the instagram was there's a lot of um people that are instagram people in nashville and we had met a few of them at trader joe's we didn't know anything about instagram um but there was a girl that she, she has a cheese instagram and i had talked to her multiple times at trader joe's her name's cheese gal and uh-huh. Yeah. um, Yeah. So the crazy story, like I'll make it short, but um, people were coming through the line and they were buying this Beaujolais Nouveau like nonstop. And eventually I just asked and I was like, why are you buying this Beaujolais? And she said, well, Cheese Girl posted about it. And we're like, who the heck's Cheese Girl? Oh, I think I remember hearing this story. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Both of us were, um, you know, we were off the grid. We weren't off. We were on, we were not online after our divorces. We were like, just totally not on it Uh uh, for like two years, I'd say. And then um, she said Instagram, we were like, okay, well, we know a lot about wine and like, we're trying these wines every night. So like we started at Instagram and um, then this other girl came in one night and I was like, I was stupid at the time and was like, Hey, like this really pretty girl. And I was like, Hey, like, uh, yeah, my husband and I just started this Instagram and you know, you should try this wine. And I was like, we're called the Nashville wine duo. And she was like, Oh, great. And then five seconds later, we looked at our Instagram and I was like, I, went and found him he was in the basement and I was like there's like all these people following us right now oh my god that's amazing yeah I was like what's going on and we looked at it and it was this girl and her name is um Shannon Ford and she was on a show called Very Cavalieri Mm. and she shouted us out on her page and so that got us about a thousand followers within 25 
24-ish hours. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Um, that so must have been quite a night. Just like yeah, watching yeah. that. What moment. is going on? <laughs> we, just, uh, we built it and then we just started like making it. When you say we just started making it about the customers from that point? Yeah, making about the customers and then just traveling around, learning about wine, learning about tasting wine. wine. Yeah, like in the South, hybrid grapes has been a big thing that we've been about. Um, we've been really wow. learning a lot about hybrids. We've been highlighting the Georgia wine scene. Um, but we, yeah, we really made it about our customers. So like mm -hmm. customers that were trying wine, we would tell them about our wines. And then we made like Kelsey and TJ picks and we would put those up in the store. And then like that kind of generated oh. through the Instagram. So then people would follow us to see what wines we would post when they would come in new wines and then they could tag us in it, et cetera. Yeah. That is so cool. Awesome. What a great story. Yeah. That Super is... cool. They, you know, know you trust you. And that's, that's awesome. Love it. That is something. So we have a question for you guys. Uh Oh, uh oh. Hmm. Being from Seattle, mm -hmm. one of our favorite shows is Frasier. <laughs> oh. So we want to know your take on Frasier and if you like Frasier, what's your thoughts on Frasier? How does it, you know, does it do Seattle justice? Like, give us your take on. Actually, yeah. And give us your take on Seattle in general, because yeah. I'm not going to lie. Right now, the news is not portraying Seattle to be the best place <laughs> oh, to wow, be. Oh, wow. Okay. See, oh, okay. Well, well, we have an admission to make. I don't, I don't think I've ever watched Frasier in my life. I... Really? <laughs> and I, no, I just saw some like um, interview with. Some one of the guys, what's the guy? Oh, I can't remember their names now. The oh, one of the guys, that, no, yeah. not Kelsey Grammer, but the other guy, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, him and the, and the woman, I don't know, there they must be a couple on the show, they're together again in something Roz. new. No, okay, no, yeah. not Raza. Uh, yeah, 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 yes. Okay, so I saw this interview, but again, I was like, like Joe, I was like, huh, I've never of all, all that you know, hubba bubba that goes comes around and goes around with Frazier never watched it You've never <laughs> no, so no. both of you as seattle no, like no. natives have never no. seen no. frazier see that's no. the same but, thing though like you don't you know when you live like, somewhere you sometimes don't really pay attention to those things yeah but like in <laughs> frazier everybody has a view of the space needle no no, no that's not true uh that's not true no uh, it's not that's so funny but no. seattle you know seattle is a great city it's yes. it's um uh, you know, I think like every city right now, you know, every every city's kind of going through its stuff. I, I you know, yeah. I I always say, you know, it's the the news is going to sensationalize things. We live in a great neighborhood, a great city. Um, we, you know, there's trouble every, you know, there's there's always troubles in different cities, but Seattle's great. Uh, yeah. It's coming, you know. I think like all cities, kind of coming out of COVID, right. and um, you know, it's. There are great neighborhoods in Seattle. There are good people in Seattle. It's right. a pretty friendly place. It's um, our son's girlfriend uh, is from Chicago. And she when she comes, she loves Seattle. And she always says the air is so fresh and right. it's so clean. And it's so, so, you know, I don't know. Right. We've and lived we... here our whole lives. So I'm probably a little bit biased. Sure. But, yeah. But uh, we we love Seattle. Yeah. I mean, we don't. Yeah. And it, it is. I mean, some you know in this in the city and we're not really too far from downtown seattle but yeah i mean we are having a little bit of you know troubles just like joe said coming out of covid and um but we just we have just beautiful areas too we have the mountains and we have water and it's so much greenery it's very uh, green yeah so we and we do have rain but we don't have you know i don't feel like the rain is what they say it is around here so um but yeah so we we love seattle we 
like Joe said, we've been here our, our whole lives. So, yeah. And we, we go to the Space Needle every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. I'm so sorry. We can't. We, I yeah. feel bad that we can't, you know, um, give you any information about Frasier, though. No. Okay. That's, okay. Well, that's, that's a huge letdown, but well, we'll move on. on. <laughs> to be honest, though, like hearing what you're saying, I actually feel like a lot of people do the same thing with Nashville. Like I literally had people go through my line yesterday and they were like, I was expecting you all to be a bunch of hicks. Oh my yeah. God. And I was yeah. like, okay. Like they were from California and like people just get this like image of like whatever from TV. And it's like, yep. well, if you've never been somewhere, you really can't fully say, you know, right. True. You know, for sure. So, no, there's and- always those like preconceived ideas of a place or a kind of person or something. And uh, but I always, we've always thought that Nashville would be an amazing place to visit. I mean, well, it, same with what, Seattle. I mean, it's been, always been on my my visit list to mm-hmm. Seattle and and experience. I love coffee. I love, oh, yeah. you know. So I've always wanted to visit Seattle, and and uh, definitely will do it. Well, when you do, yeah. you'll have to come for Sunday night Sunday dinner. Sunday night dinner, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll come with a bottle of wine in my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it'll be, it'll Wait, be are good. Are we drinking the wine right now? Yeah, yeah we should are. we do it? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say we have it. Wait, I have one more question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do, it, do it. Oh, and I got oh, a question ahead, for you, I've, but go I've ahead. I've yeah. written down these these go, questions. Go ahead, okay, go ahead. so I know Joe doesn't like shard. What? He doesn't like cab. What? Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't like merlot. What? Oh man, you know this guy. I know if there's any wine. That you Carmella, because like. I thought in a previous episode you said you weren't a big Bubbles fan. Am I right? Me? Oh, no, yeah. I love Bubbles. You love Bubbles. Oh, I'm a huge okay. sparkling fan. So what fan. would be the wine that you don't like, Carmella? Because I, you know. Oh, you know. I, that, I, wait, that, that I like or? Uh, that I don't like? That Carmella doesn't like. Because you don't like you a don't lot. Like Char- yeah, Char- yeah. Char- <laughs> yeah, I like a lot. Yeah. I like a lot. You know, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm just as Carmella, Carmella would say, I'm a little bit opinionated. Yeah, he's got a little <laughs> no. bit. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Just a little We're bit. We're just teasing. Well, yeah, well, the interesting thing is, is this guy, in a lot of ways, is a huge pleaser, you know, but when it comes to things that he feels really strongly about, all of a sudden, I'm like, what happened to my, like, super thoughtful, like, you know, kind person who will just talk to anybody and be so nice to anybody? No. When it comes to wine, he is a little bit critical. So um, I would think for myself, um, I'm probably on the same page as Joe when it comes to like cabs um, and Merlots. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I definitely am a, a white wine drinker first and foremost. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not into the big fruity, bold cabs. Um so yeah, I think we're pretty much on the same page. But like we say, if you like it, if you that's like awesome. It, yeah, it's we're yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And part so you of... both like bubbles though. Yeah. Oh, love, okay, love so sparkling. Any, any okay, night so of the we week. Can continue this podcast then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, in fact, this we were talking about this the other day is um, you know, one of the things that's been fun for us is realizing like you can have a sparkling wine anytime. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be New Year's, it doesn't have to be a special occasion like Tuesday night, open some bubbles. That's yeah. okay. Have you guys shared wines that you're not interested in or that maybe just don't fit your, what you, you know, your taste, like or, your preference or that you really love? That's, right. that's a good question. Mm. What, what about you, babe? That we don't? That you, you know, it's we, just you. What do you? Um, well, but I, I think this kind of goes along with and how I like eat too. Like I don't, I actually gave up like sweets. Like, so I haven't had like cake, ice cream, anything mm-hmm. like that. And like probably over about 12 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, Good for um, you. No candy, nothing. 
So mm-hmm. I, I don't really like sweet wine. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. But I will mm-hmm. still try it for like educational purposes. Like I still yep. feel like that's important. And I also yeah. try sweets at Trader Joe's to like let people know how something will taste. Yeah. Um, but in general, like I might even taste it and just like spit it out, you know, just because yeah. it's not like my favorite. But um, interesting. And if I am to have one, you know, like we talked, I was telling you guys about Georgia wine. Um, muscadine grows a lot in the oh, south yeah. and um one of our favorite places that we go to an italian winemaker in georgia he has the biggest um the biggest amount like largest amount of acreage of muscadine in the south and i i, I really actually enjoy his muscadine so if i were mm. to have a sweet i probably would enjoy simone's muscadine if i were to have it but overall i do not like sweet wine okay <laughs> got yeah it. Huh. and for me i mean yep. i i tend not to sometimes red blends can be too fruity for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it tastes okay. just like grape juice. Right. Yep. And for me, like, I'm opposite of you guys. Like, I like a big, bold cab. I like tannins. Mm-hmm. I like I like a wine journey. Like, I like a, a nice nose. I like, a, you know, up front, like, you, you get something, and then the back end, something different. And mm-hmm. so I like a little journey on my on my wine tasting. So red blends tend to be sometimes they'll just you know grape juice and right. so i don't like real fruity type fruit forward stuff red blends, so yeah right yeah that's just my my kind of no i like how you you put that though you're like the wine journey from yeah. from beginning oh. taste to end you know yeah, I mean, it, it is a different experience if, if you pour a glass of wine and you know I, after i swirl it like if i gotta I got to know what's in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that kind of just starts the story off. Like, okay, what does this thing smell like? Right. And I, I kind of like too what you said, Kelsey, for me, what's been actually kind of fun about this podcast and where I'm kind of feeling like we're going is um, there are wines that I've had opinions about, but I don't know a lot about. And I think that as you taste different wines, like you said, you don't like sweet wines, but in general, but there are sweet wines that you like, but you got to try them. And I found the same thing. Like I will, I kind of, it's part of kind of a half joke about not liking cabs and not liking Merlots and not liking Chardonnays. There are some that I really do like, Mm -hmm. but I'm just particular about them. But part of it, part of the fun is try different producers, try different vintners, try different Mm -hmm. regions. And you may find that you, there's something that you really like that you thought you didn't like Mm -hmm. and, and you actually do. So for instance, for me, like Chardonnay, I was always like, Oh, Chardonnay. Yeah. And then I tried Chablis or unoaked Chardonnay. And I'm a huge unoaked Chardonnay fan. Mm -hmm. Huge. Like Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, Joe. Well said. No. Yeah. And I, um, I would agree with that. And I think that you guys give this message off in your podcast, um, which we have been trying to do too since the start of our Instagram and the podcast. But is that like, I think people just need to be open to trying everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the hard part is like that, you know, sometimes when I'm trying to talk to people about a wine, um, I'll just try to convince them of something. And they're like, well, I just don't like that. And I'm like, well, you just should just try this. And try yeah. Yeah. that's one of the things that, and we've said this, that we really do is that like, you can try anything get a return so Mm, that's nice and so like i think that makes it really easy for a consumer standpoint to just Mm. go in and buy like 12 bottles of something different and if you hate it you know you can return all 12 and Trader joe's wouldn't ask a question right oh my god that's amazing yeah Yeah. and that's it's like that's seriously true like really it is and so we try to like tell people about that and that's what i love is like we're giving people able to try it and not lose money that's awesome yeah yeah 
Okay, one fi one final question. That's uh -oh. totally, before we talk about this one, yeah, right? Totally unrelated to wine, but I just have to know how Felix is doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wow. listened to your podcast. I think about we might have Felix. heard a little Felix yeah, in the background. Our phone was ringing for whatever. Yeah, our phone our never house rings. Phone, which is so weird. Yes, we are that old. We still have a house phone. But <laughs> what's, what's what's a house phone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I heard your cute story about Felix and one of your you know podcasts. before we started the podcast, I was like, do I throw him in one of the bedrooms so he doesn't like <laughs> you know cause havoc? Or and I left him out, and sure enough, he comes down here and causes havoc. So oh, I don't know. I think that there's a mystery lately that we can't figure out mm -hmm. that's been happening with him. Felix hmm. is super smart. He's very smart. Very oh, intelligent wow. and too intelligent for his own, you know, well-being. So yeah. that's what gets him in trouble. Well, and recently, so he's two years old. So we've started to figure out that he actually is learning how to open doors. Oh, so my gosh. This is becoming a problem. And we don't know how it's happening. He well, I saw him do it one time. Well, you saw him have to yeah. do it one time. That but, is amazing. So there's these, um, yeah. yeah. So like there's these like things from Trader Joe's that we bought like over Christmas. They were like these like. What are they like? Felt? They're like felt, yeah. Felt hmm. like like pot holders or like pot. You know the thing that you lay down when you put a pot down because it's hot. What are those? Yes. Called? Oh, a uh, hot plate. Hot plate. Or not yeah. a, I don't know. a trivet, maybe. I don't. Yeah, know. trivet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so they have these at Trader Joe's, and I bought some for TJ's mom, and we're gonna like save them for next Christmas to give to them. Which hopefully, she yeah. doesn't hear this because now she knows what she's getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so we he's out. obsessed with that material for some reason. Yeah. So we have him in a bag, he's trying to attack it, and so we put it inside this cabinet and we keep coming home every day. Okay, this is what's really freaky. <laughs> they are on the ground, but the what? door where they came from is shut. What is like, going on? We don't know wow. how it's magic happening. Cat. Oh a magic God. cat. A magic cat. Well, Felix he might, might be working Insta with Alexa, and you guys know Alexa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he might need his own Instagram page, it sounds like. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. That's hilarious. Yeah, but he's super smart, and he's super he's coming on here yeah right now. now he knows yeah, we're talking yeah, about him yeah. So, yeah oh that's so funny but yeah um, he's yeah he's a whole oh. it's a whole thing people on I instagram definitely like him though everyone's always like where's felix how's felix <laughs> that's funny. so funny oh okay should we start in on All tasting right. yeah yeah so yeah. we, we picked this what black stallion pinot noir which mm. we were told Actually, about this so, yeah okay yeah so this was told about to us like so the first year we were doing our instagram we were just like doing everything crazy right yeah we, we didn't know we what the hell we were followers, doing and there's a girl <laughs> named becca and um she actually messaged us and said i tried this wine at a restaurant she said if you guys can find it i would be like your forever fans so we did a whole segment in our stories like this is when stories were brand new and in our stories mm. we were like becca we're gonna find this wine for you and we found it Oh, wow. And um, we were like, wow, this Pinot Noir is amazing. We can understand why she loved it so much. So mm. it's mm. great. Yeah. yeah. So now we're, here we are two years later. And this is probably a totally different vintage and yeah. region and all mm. this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, when TJ, when you said, uh, find, can you find this wine? I was like, I, of course. I immediately was like on a quest. I'm on a quest. <laughs> and it was not super easy to find, but it is. So I went to the... Uh, Black Stallion website and they actually have a cool little tool like a little map and you put in your zip code and it'll tell you where you where it's sold so I just the quick story is I went to the first store you know like the first store that was closest to me I'm not kidding went to the store 
went to the Pinot Noir section and there was the, sh- the label and it was out. Oh, wow. And I'm oh. like, what is it? Come on. You know, what is the... Everybody's <laughs> drinking it. Yeah. They and saw you, TJ. I guess. I guess. And so I asked the guy, I asked the guy, you know, the wine guy, and I'm like, hey, where's the wine? And he's like, hey, if it ain't on the shelf, we don't have it. I'm oh, like, oh, man. my God. So <laughs> I, went to, I went to a store. I've never been to this store before. It's like a little uh, wine and beer shop. It's called Super Lucky. Oh, wow. Super lucky. Super lucky. lucky. And I got super lucky. And it was your lucky day. (laughs) And I found it. And then I was in a panic. I was, I panicked, texted uh, TJ. I'm like, did I get the right wine? And he was like, chill out. You're okay. (laughs) And so we got it. But um, yeah. Those years of 2018? It is a 2019. Okay. So we are drinking a different vintage. We're drinking a 2018. Okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so what you're do you Los think? Caneros. Yeah, Los Can. Uh, okay, yeah, that's right. Los so Caneros. What do, guys, what do you guys get uh, on the nose? Hmm. You know, this is to me. It's got that kind of classic Pinot Noir. I always think of um, cherry licorice, like Ooh, a, a okay. sweet kind of tart, sweet cherry licorice. That's what, and that's what I'm getting on this. And I'm also getting some smoke. Definitely getting yeah. smoke. Yeah, Definitely I get smoke, some smoke for sure. Yeah. Even though we these are different, like from a year apart, I get the smoke for sure. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, they're the same grapes from the same place. Right. You know, and I was reading on the back of the bottle of this, I guess there was a huge equestrian scene back in the day in um, in Napa. <laughs> and so they actually took this Black Stallion name and named it after the, the scene that was going on there in California. Mm. Oh, wow. and, um, yeah, so which I thought was pretty cool. Well, because... I'm go ahead, TJ. Sorry. Oh, no, I just thought it was cool that there was a, you know, a big equestrian estate there. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it stemmed from having a winery there. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, this is how old I am. All right. Mm. This is how old I am. There was a movie called The Black Stallion. Do you know that movie? And I <laughs> oh, went yeah. to I okay. went to it in the movie theater. Wow, Jack. that's how old I am. <laughs> I know. I, I, I saw that movie. I know what you're talking about. I love that movie. That's a great. I think, yeah, is, there a re- is there a remake of that though? <laughs> probably because I'm so old. They probably remade it. We only know the original. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, in the theaters, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. No. 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 I, I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but it was a great movie. That's for sure. Hmm. What do you think, Carmela? Well, I'm getting the the dark kind of a dark berry. Um, I'm getting the cherry too. A little bit of smoke. Um. Hmm, maybe even some a little bit of spice yeah. too. Yeah. It is a little spicy. Uh, it's got some spice like pepper, on it. You know, it's got a little, little pepper on it. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yeah. I yeah. think you guys are right on the money. So I'm actually looking at like the I'm reading from what the site says as okay. you're talking. Because okay. I want okay. to see what you all said. What do they say? So um, it's a hearty, full-bodied wine from the um, Appalachian. This red is also. Invitingly earthy, intense, and lush baking spice, which is why we're using mm. spice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sage and black cherry combine around a supple core of ripeness and varietal character, finishing powerfully in toasted oak. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I, I think one of the things I love about this is like um, with Pinot Noir, it can be there's Pinot, Pinot Noir is very diverse. Like it yep. can be like yep. so light, it can be medium, it can mm-hmm. be like full body, like super full bodied, really velvety, like almost over the top sometimes where you're like mm-hmm. i can't even like have a lot of this this one i think is just like so good yeah it's like, really this is good like one of these ones where it's like it tastes like perfect with food 
but it's still like it's got just this, enough to be like okay like this is like i'm feeling it in my mouth like it's coating my mouth like yeah. it's good mm-hmm. it's not too feel. light you know like i love i like the i love the body of it and yeah it's pretty balanced too yeah, i mean it's not uh because again sometimes they're too much for me not a pinot i like the pinots um this is probably my favorite of the red wines but um but no i do feel like the flavors are pretty balanced which is sometimes yeah what kind of at least for me is a real important quality too so it's really good yeah it's pretty smooth it's it, i think it would taste great with food mm-hmm. i will say mm-hmm. we, we we opened this one a little bit early mm-hmm. uh, oh okay and 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 as it's kind of um airing out it's it's even mellowing more i actually think because we have the 2019 i think you guys said you have the 2018 mm-hmm. yeah I actually think this one could sit for a while. I think it's it could it has some you know legs where it could it could sit around and and not be drunk right away and kind of continue to mellow out. I think it's it's nice though. Well, yeah. and it's interesting you say that. We've been learning more and more from doing this that people are saying that Pinot Noirs really should be drunk like four years, four to five yeah. years. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. four to five years because we had one the other day that was a 2020 yeah. and uh, didn't care for it too much. We, I think we actually had called you about that and talked to you about it when, before we did this. Um, oh, wow. And not like we haven't had any time period that weren't great, but I, maybe that is a, a true thing that maybe they need to be aged a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I think actually yeah. that is a tendency. I find that a lot, uh, a lot of times with Italian wines, this is kind of my, ner- I'm nerding out. I'm geeking out, <laughs> right, trying to geek out a little bit, there but especially no. like I'll see on Instagram, a lot of people will have like, oh, a Barolo and they open it up and it's like, you know, a 2018 or 2016. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, still no, that's too really young. early for a Barolo. Way, yeah, way too, or a Brunello or something like, you guys yeah. got to wait. And I think very often, even like cabs, uh, Pinot Noirs, they, they really do mellow out. Mm-hmm. We have some nice, you know, okay, so I'm going to admit it. Cabernets. Uh, <laughs> I like Chateau Saint-Michel's Cabernets because they're really mellow. And as they age, they get even more mellow and mm-hmm. they're really nice and nice with food. And they're just sort of smooth. And you kind of want to give them a big bear hug and you know, <laughs> hold them close. Yeah. And, you know, so I like that. So I do think this wine to me is it's young. It feels young. It's still a little bit astringent. It's still a little bit. What's the word? Like, you know, tight mm-hmm. and it just needs a little bit of time to mellow out but it's got great flavor yeah I mean, yep. I think it's nice wine good well we appreciate you guys rushing around and trying to find this bottle <laughs> yeah yeah For sure all good super so fun I think it's, it's really delicious and yeah are there any plans yeah. of you coming to visit nashville well now there are i know we, we <laughs> you guys would, would stay with what us you, oh my gosh we're coming <laughs> what, what will you what will you take what will you have us do yeah what would we do in nashville we, just well, drink wine. we would okay, well, okay. Perfect. done perfect. We, would, yeah. we would take you downtown and you'd have to sing a song at a honky-tonk bar okay i'm in do not encourage we expect a lot from you you know what though for real that is like one of the coolest things like okay there's a lot of stuff that like really sucks about the internet and social media like we can all admit that but like for real like um just telling you guys about our georgia trip that we're about to take like we've been doing that for the past two years and we've really we've gained relationships through that with winemakers and people that have come This is all. Guys, like, who say this? We, you guys can come here and like. Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. I know Joe was saying the same thing beforehand. He was like, it's just, you know, the connections that you, the positive connections you can make. It's the best part of it. Yeah, it's it's so fun. Who would, you we know. We never would have met you guys. We never would have known anything about Nashville or what you do. And that's right. the best part. Like yeah. this conversation. Agreed. Right. I love it. Agreed. Yes. I think we need Next to keep time we're going to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll be there. You know, really, it is a place that we have really considered visiting. So, um, so yeah, we may just be, you know, dialing you up and coming to hang go to out. Go to Titans game. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, go. and if not yeah. before then, we would still love to do another podcast with you guys. Oh, we'd love it. We'd yeah. love to. We really would. Very and we'll, fun. We'll, we'll pick out the wine and make you guys drive around. And, and you know what? We'll make a dinner. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Just kidding. Especially Kelsey. No, no. She's so yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, love thank it. you guys so much for yeah, like thank being with you. us tonight, and uh, it was really fun drinking this wine with y'all. Yeah, okay. yeah. Enjoy your evening, and we'll we'll talk soon. Yes. Cheers. Right. Take awesome. care. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. Night. Bye, guys. <laughs>